Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to an unnamed podcast, formerly known as Random Encounters. We're still looking for a name, so if anybody has one, feel free to drop it in the chat. I'm Dan, joined as always by You Teach Me and I'll Teach You, Mex. Hello. Getting drunk on a Wednesday, Steve. It's vacation. What are you drinking? <laughs> uh, gin and tonic. Okay. And he was a stick figure, then he was a still image, and now he's two frames a second, Jeff. <laughs> You're moving on up in the world. You are moving on up. I swear, like six more weeks, I'll be a normal human being on a camera <laughs> talking to people I met a couple weeks ago. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Well, it's been a pretty slow week in news, maybe a lot of times to play some games. Uh, let's start with you, Mex, because uh, we know what you've been playing. What have yeah. you been playing? To... Pokemon. I did, yeah. though, unlock Jigglypuff in Smash Brothers, so okay. I am ready to play Smash Brothers when you are. I'm I'm ready to go. We can get on immediately after this if you want and go to town. All right. Sounds good to me. Steve, play anything new this week? Uh, kind of. I was playing a little bit of Galaxy of Pen and Paper, which is actually a uh, cross-platform. No, that's not the right word. What is just multi-platform game? Because it is on Steam, mm -hmm. but it's also on mobile. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I was decked around with that because I haven't had enough time to sit and actually play anything. So, uh, just that. Good stuff. Jeff, anything new this week? Uh, yeah, I've been without a computer all week, so I've burned through <laughs> about 14 chapters of Fire Emblem Path of Radiance on the GameCube. <laughs> And a couple days ago, I finally got around to playing Tetris Effect. Gorgeous game. Love it. Yeah. Yes. It's, uh, I, I bought that and I have not turned it on yet. I'm a little ashamed of myself. I haven't, I don't, my, play, my PlayStation's unplugged right now and I have not uh, actually downloaded it. I bought it, but did not download it yet. Is that the uh, VR game? Yes. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to say once, once we get past eight, nine frames a second, I'm going to have to challenge you to some online Tetris. That sounds um, cool to me. I'm definitely looking forward to that. I don't know, I don't know if it's going to get the views of uh, a shiny, but there are some shiny ass blocks in that game. So I think get some cross section in there. As long as we just put mechs in the corner, I think people will come. We they should just, just have him in the corner, just like dancing with Joy Cons. Yeah, I yes. can do that. With just dancing. Or pretend, yeah. like just pretending to yeah. catch you yeah, while like flying Tetris. I'm in Tetris. I'm just moving the blocks myself. You're going to be a meme of a Tetris block real soon. Probably. Uh, yep. Dan, if you're here, you know what to do. No. Well, I've been playing nothing but Smash Brothers um, and getting irrationally mad at anybody playing Simon Belmont because I cannot beat them. All they do is just keep chucking projectiles at me and I just get madder and madder and swear and curse. And I've gotten to the point now where I just jump immediately off the map as soon as a Simon is, is sitting across the <laughs> So and now you know, I got my game plan ready. Yes, if you want to just completely piss me off, nothing but Simon or Richter. I think, is it Richter the other one? I know there's an Echo Fighter of him too. The other thing, if you listen to other podcasts, every other podcast in the world keeps talking about this game called Ding Dong XL. And is I finally got like, not your friends. Should I Google that? or No, it's not. You can, you can Google it. It's safe. It's safe for work. It is just a simple arcade game for mobile and Steam, and I would 100% recommend that. I thought that people were just, you know, it was a big joke that everyone was talking about Ding Dong XL. It's awesome. It's a, like, Frogger, but faster, I guess. You just try to get from one side of the area to the other without hitting any blocks, and it progressively gets faster, and it's the greatest waste of time I've ever played, so... Look Can forward. What was it called? With a sales pitch like that? Yes. What was it called? Yeah. Uh, I'm looking in the Ding Dong right XL. Now. Ding Dong XL. Ding Dong XL. It's fifty cents on. Oh, it's fifty cents. On... I'm not gonna pay. Uh, no, <laughs> no, it's it's a dollar on mobile. It's fifty cents on Steam right now. Well, you now. just made it twice as bad. Man, oh, that's sorry. A, that's a steep raise there. I think there might be a free version with uh with ads in it. Ding Dong. <laughs> I already already wrote it down above my. Forza Horizon license plate. So, yeah, there you go. Perfect. Every All time right, well, there's a Steam sale, I've been trying to get people to buy genital jousting, but nobody will pull the trigger even at like 25 cents. I'm 90% sure I have that. 
Yeah. Is that, well, that, that's the game where you that. try to get wiggle around and get inside, get up all yeah, in there. You're, yeah, you're literally a shaft and spheres to to say it uh, correctly, and the, it's basically like a a Mario where there's just a whole bunch of mini games where you play as a, a set of genitals, and it looks like it would be a fun like screw around evening type game, but at uh, the risk of absolutely ruining any credibility on the internet. We may have to joust with genitals. I'm for it. <laughs> Go for it. You said it goes down to fifth, like twenty five cents. I don't know. I don't think you've asked me to buy it because I'll buy literally anything for twenty five cents. It's well, this Ding Dong XL for fifty. I paid a dollar for it. There's only one news story this week. It's been a slow day, a slow week, and thank God uh, Nintendo blessed us with an indie showcase this morning, or else this would have been a really, really slow show. So uh, Nintendo UK produced a little showcase. It wasn't a direct. I'm glad they didn't call it a direct so everyone didn't get too excited, but there was some pretty decent news that came out of it. Um, First thing they let off with, uh, you know, Advance Wars, Nintendo has forsaken you, you fans, but Chucklefish comes in to save the day. Wargroove is out February 1st. Anybody excited about this one? I'm very excited about this one. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a, a tactic strategy game. I'm, I'm in. It doesn't matter how boring the characters look, how much they're trying to rip off Final Fantasy tactics. I will buy it. I will play it. I say will buy it. I, it's waiting for February first. It's preloaded. There you, you think, go, Steve. I know you really like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. I do. I wanna. I wanna see more about the game before I make up my mind, though, because uh, I really loved Final Fantasy Tactics, and to a lesser extent, uh, some of the other games surrounding it, like Tactics Ogre, had a version that was very similar. But I like a little bit of complexity or depth to it. And that's something that even though I played the shit out of, um, uh, shit, what was the game that we were, it looks like just Advanced Wars, Advance Wars, uh, that game was almost a little too simple because it's all about resource management and then building a unit that doesn't do anything in particular. Like you can't upgrade it or anything. You just, which, which units are you throwing at each other in a rock, paper, that's, scissors style? That's why there's no new Advance Wars game, because they can't yeah. figure out how to build character. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, I mean, probably about the time I switched to Fire Emblem. Yeah, you had a, a general that could level up and have its own powers, but it didn't really get any more complex, whereas I don't really care about building a bunch of anonymous units. That's too, um, uh, like... RTS for me. I want something that's like, I have five units that I've been cultivating, and they've been, you know, I'm making them individually stronger. So we'll see. It looks like this one has heroes, but I want to know what you can do with it, first of all, because that's what adds to the game for me. I'll tell you what, I'll let you know exactly what's in it. <laughs> well, I'm I'm interested in it because uh, almost everything on this list, if not actually everything on this list, is coming to Steam if it hasn't already been there. So it's a great like opportunity to look at games that I might want to play later down the line because this stuff's going to be super cheap on Steam in like oh, yeah. three months after it comes out, whereas you guys are going to have to pay full price for it forever. Well, the nice thing about Wargroove specifically is it is cross-play right out of the box. So it'll be, you'll be able to play with uh, Xbox users uh, Nintendo users and Steam users all together, so you'll be able to do the, the all the multiplayer and the map, you know, share maps and all that good jazz that they announced. So um, that should keep it uh, keep it relevant on all platforms. I will never do that. You will never build a I custom map. <laughs> you know, I, I haven't bothered with anything multiplayer or interacting with another human since. Uh... What are you talking about? You play D anD D like every week, don't you? No, they keep flaking out. But it's that's with the same four people. I mean, like interacting with the general public. I haven't done any of that since the randoms, Overwatch. The random yeah. people. And that that's fun. And then you get a whole bunch of shitty players, and I'm like, uh, I'd rather just play a single player game. I have to deal with them. Well, Wargroove was definitely the big announcement. I don't think it surprised anybody that they let off with that. I think pretty much everybody knew War Wargroove was going to be there. 
the next the game they announced was Double Kick Heroes, which I don't really even know how to describe this game. It's uh It's a rhythm metal shooter. Yeah, that's that's their tagline on it. That's so the it only says, thing you need. It says this is coming to Switch. Do you think they'll make like a guitar or something for it? Uh I think it's I think it's more about I think it's drumming. So I think you could from what I've the, the minuscule amount of, of knowledge I know about it is there's only two notes that you have to hit and I think you just put a Joy-Con in each hand and just do this. Oh really? That's yeah. So fun. I need the but, uh you know the full guitar experience. We could probably mod in one of your your guitar hero guitars. And I do have work. one of them with the uh USB input. So maybe. Yeah, we can make this work. I, I think that's a soft spot for these rhythm games. Yeah, so I mean, I love I'll them. I'll probably too. check it out. Especially, I mean, it's it seems like it's not just going for the standard. Stop doing that. You're making me laugh. Uh, the standard. I'm, I'm uh, out of touch. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Cyclone right, well, in chat. This is this is him. I made a yeah, shirt. He with made his a shirt with his it. face on it. Looks like a happy kid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue. <laughs> But, it looks uh, like yeah. it's not. It looks like it's not just going for another like standard rhythm game. It, it added, you know, some extra story little bits to it, and you know, you're not you're 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 doing rhythm, but it's shooting stuff, and there's metal and custom songs, and it looks like a good time for everybody. Yeah, I'll play it if it's under twenty bucks. You know, twenty or less. I would I would imagine it would probably gonna fall into that category. Uh, next up was when ski lifts go wrong. Just wrote bridge constructor with ski lifts as a note because that's exactly what it looks like uh, you just spoiled their entire pitch when they started making the game next <laughs> <laughs> forager and when i saw this thing it was just like somebody just went through all of the highest buzzwords on steam and was like all right we need to make a game with all the stuff it needs to be an open Minecraft. world farming i want finding of isaac and putting exactly. in one game yeah, one really weird looking game that's forager don't have any interest in that one i uh, i didn't look at it but did you look at it jeff you seem to uh did you google uh, yeah, all of it, these uh no i watched through the presentation oh, yeah, took yeah, some yeah. notes yeah. like a professional Oh, sorry. Yeah, I see the sorry. thing is this guy right here, I like He's him. He's putting the I... effort into it, you know. Yeah. That's good. Not like me where I come this, here, this you like, know, five minutes before like we start and be like, just what the, the hell are we doing today? Next. This is like our third date. It's getting super weird though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I, I don't know. I mean it I like I like the Zelda E overtone it kinda has to it, you know, and we it, but anytime that the the sprite and the sword that they're using is is like the same size. It's just an immediate turnoff for me. So that's that's what that game is. I got temporarily excited about it because there's uh, a publisher that made a game called Magisite, and then later they made a game called Roguelands, and they were pretty good. But it looks exactly the same, like the same kind of off pixel art style. And then I found out it's not made by them. And I was like, eh, I'll, I'll, I'll see what the reviews say before I get is excited. It, is it like Stardew Valley? I didn't watch the video. so I'm sorry. I mean, no, it, it, there's prepared. farming. There is farming involved. I mean, I'm telling you, they just mashed up every single game that every indie game that came out in the last 10 years and made one game out of it. And that's what it is. But if they do it well, it'll I guess. be a game. I mean, and it's probably going to get the Nintendo Switch bump, you know, stuff just does really good on the Nintendo Switch. The attach rate's insane. Yeah, I, uh, I had to look through it the other day. It's probably embarrassing the amount of games that I already own that I rebought for the Switch because I can play it on my ass on the bus. There you go. I mean, if I had a bus trip, the Switch would be the greatest thing in the world. You know, it's... it's I already love... a round trip, I get to play. It's, the Joy-Cons are loud enough that nobody wants to sit next to me. It's the perfect <laughs> travel companion. Perfect, perfect. Well, maybe on your next, loud. maybe on your next bus trip, you can play Goat Simulator, the Goaty. Goat so I wrote, I wrote down Goatee. notes for these, and I just wrote in all capital letters, pass. <laughs> you're telling me that a game that it features a dolphin in a wheelchair is not something that you're interested in? It's nothing you haven't seen on yes any it's the same it's youtube video of goat simulator yeah I've, I've i've played on like a kindle at my mother-in-law's house because she had it for some reason and i'm like this is weird and then i didn't play it ever again yeah i think we've all played goat simulator for like an 
an hour, and that was about the it. The exact amount of time you should play <laughs> Goat Simulator. It's, it's the epitome of just a gimmick that went too far, and they made a whole game and a bunch of DLC about no premise whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, they've they've embraced it. They they have a an MMO. There's like a Star Wars knockoff game. Hey, what the hell, man? Put it on Switch. It'll probably sell really well. But they all suck. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, I have the next game we have on the list is Inmost. Uh, I wrote as a note, pixely puzzle platformer, which is hard it's, to say really fast. It's a gorgeous art style, and it's going to be one of those games that critics are just raving about and pressuring you to buy. Yeah, and you'll put down like 15 minutes later. Mm-hmm. Right. I guess like, that's a pass. Then. Send over some review codes. <laughs> maybe we'll see. I'll I'll send out. I'll try to get review codes for whatever we can get here. That's the ultimate goal of this that's, entire say, endeavor that's is just to get review podcast. codes. Did you guys ever play or hear about in? I think it was called Inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. it was like it was like a black and whitish sepia tone game that. A critically acclaimed artsy game that critics told yeah. you to buy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that looks really fucking boring, but yeah, I'm sure people would be interested in it. And this looks basically just that over again. In fact, inside and in most. Almost the same thing. Going They're on. probably just trying to use some psychology to try to get you to buy it. So the next up, we got Unruly Heroes. I wrote not pixel art, so that's good, because I think this is like the first game that's not a pixel art game from this whole showcase. Uh, It looks like a four-player action platformer where each character has different abilities. This one actually looks pretty fun. There's only one thing that's keeping me from wanting to get this game, and it's the effect of, okay, we don't have a license attached to it, there's no characters you know, but we're going to make a big, massive game that we're, we think you're going to love, but there's just nothing there to keep, like, you're not invested in anything in the world. Yeah. Uh, my problem is that I don't have four people to play with. One, two, three, nah, he, four. He won't buy it. You, <laughs> yeah, maybe you not play see. before I do. You see. play, you go to bed when I start playing video games. You, I'm not actually friends with you on any of my systems, so I don't know when you play video games. Uh, okay, your we your cameras are in different order them. from my cameras, so it's very confusing. <laughs> Am I still in the top corner? Which you're, means... you're in my top right corner. This is Ryan. This is like a... Correct. Jeff. No. Has anybody no, ever here? Oh, wait, I'm backwards because nope. I'm looking at myself. Yep. In... Yep. Yep. Discord. You're backwards. So, You're backwards. Jeff. Yes. Oh, Dan. No, no, Jeff. Jeff. Dan. Yep. Brian. Yep, that's right. For our purposes. <laughs> Cross code. Yeah. Another one that, that looks pretty interesting. Top uh, down action top. RPG. Yeah, it looks like a it looks like a pretty fun little uh top down little you know action game. What does that mean? Is that like Warcraft? <sighs> no. Yeah, it's a re-release because it's already out on Steam. It got I mean, pretty I good mean just the top-down action. Yeah, it's like the... it's a fake MMO in that like there's going to be other players going around doing stuff that you can interact with, but they're all actually NPCs. But it still so makes it feel like a, alive. Like a dot hack situation. Yeah, pretty much just like that. Um, there's a guy on Kotaku. I read his article because he said it was gonna. He played it late, but it would have been his like game of the year for last year. So it's getting high marks, but uh, I wrote uh, looks interesting 2019. So it left an impression. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steam World Quest. <laughs> so I played Steam World Dig and Steam World Dig Two. I didn't play. What was the other Steam World game that they came nice. out with? That was so good. Is that one good? I haven't played that so one. I'll have to look into that. SteamWorld Quest just looks like Slay the Spire, but SteamWorld. They, they're a developer that's earned my trust where I won't question them going into a game. So it's a deck building... It's Slay the Spire. If you've played Slay the Spire, it looks exactly like that. But yeah, I do. I haven't been disappointed with anything that they've done in the SteamWorld universe, so let's give it a go. I'm the opposite. I played SteamWorld Dig for like an hour and I never touched it again. Well, it helped Were that... you the one who played like Terraria to death? Yeah, so uh, I don't Weird. know why I missed the mark. I also, <laughs> I don't like steampunk type stuff and it kind of sits along that vein, so... It is getting up there with like how overused zombies are. 
Yeah, I see it. I mean, you gotta just—it's a nice, easy way to put you know a little uh, flair on your game without trying too hard. I think the longer we go, the more delayed Jeff gets in his video and audio. <laughs> so at the end of the stream, it's, he's going to be like, you know, he'll be talking, but he won't actually say anything for like 10 yeah. minutes. We'll, we'll be doing the credits. He's like, what do you mean you don't like Steam World? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was the whole uh, that was the whole indie showcase. Uh, they closed out the show by showing a bunch of games that were already out. There is a fantastic library of indie games already on the Switch. So I, I think that. That depressed the hell out of me. What's that? The the little showcase? Oh, no, the shirt? I, I, have, I have all of those games on the showcase at the end, except Donut County, and I don't know why I don't have Donut County. You should probably get Donut County. I have it on my phone. I didn't buy it for Switch. It's it's cheaper on Android. So I, I know, right. yeah, having I said that, next week it'll be on sale in the store. Probably. It's, yeah. uh, it's I never, I haven't actually sat down to play it because I've been too ingrained in Ding Dong XL recently. But uh, the, it's it's I need something I need to put some more time into. Let's see, what are you rustling papers over there? Do you have some notes? Oh, I got tons of notes. Uh, I muted everybody for a second. What are we talking about right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nothing. That's what we're talking about. Any closing spaces? Anything quality else to say about TV. the uh, indie showcase? This is a train wreck tonight. Look, I shifted in my seat, hit mute, and then all of a sudden it's like, I've got notes. So it's like, shit, what do we have notes on? What are we talking about? Cyclone, your face is, every time it comes up on the camera, I completely lose my train of thought. I'm blaming this entire episode on you. But this next topic is not going to help anything at all. There's a new eSport. Speaking of train wreck, where oh, are we going we, with this one? Yeah. We skip through the indies. Damn. We didn't skip. You muted, and I asked if anybody had anything to say, and you were on mute. Yeah, we're going to go back for a second. Uh, all right, go back for a sec. Go ahead and have to say something. He's got so, some thoughts. Yeah, I actually got really excited for Switch uh, users when they had the little end thing, because a shitload of those games are really good. If, if you've never played them before, there's some that I'd throw in as like must-haves. Uh I love Stardew Valley. I think that is definitely a must-have game. Um, I probably don't like it as much as everybody else, but I'd still give huge props to Dead Cells, uh, especially because I haven't played through a bunch of their new updates, so I'm sure it's really good. Hollow Knight got a bunch of props. Darkest Dungeon is really good. Uh, I think it's another one of those more... Um, I don't know, critically acclaimed than actually interesting games, but Undertale, a lot of people love that Shovel Knight. Very, very devoted fan base for Undertale. Yeah. Uh, Shovel Knight, Into the Breach, and Binding of Isaac are all also like super solid picks. Like they, they went through and it's almost like they scraped the top like 30 indie games from Steam and they're just like, yeah, let's just put these on Switch. I mean, when Switch came out of the gate, they knew that they were going to have a, you know, especially the year one, they were going to have a good first party title like every other month, but they also devoted a lot of attention. That's where these, like the word Nindy came from is because right out of the gate, they were going to support the Indies and try to get as many on there. And they have all flourished. I mentioned it earlier, but a lot of those games have higher sales numbers on the Nintendo Switch with a much smaller install base than they do even on Steam. So, I mean, it's, if you're an indie fan and you like playing games on the go, there's absolutely no reason why you shouldn't own a Nintendo Switch. I've actually yeah. hit the point where I stop buying indie games and I'm waiting for the Switch announcement two, three months later. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm excited about it because, I mean, all these games are really good. They deserve a lot of uh, respect and support and being put onto a, a new platform that's mobile means that people will buy it twice. So they're going to get into a really nice spot for um, like a re-release of some of these games and I'm really happy to see that. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's I've, I've never been much of an indie game player until the Switch. I I mean, you can look at my Steam account. It's not even that old. It's like two years old. I've never been much into that, but the, the Switch is just a perfect excuse to pick up a game and play it for a few minutes and put it down and indies are like the perfect game for that. A few minutes? Am I using the Switch incorrectly? He's talking about taking shit while he plays. So. Yeah, I'm, it's there. You got it. All right, can I talk about this new esport now? Yes. This thrilling yeah. new 
Tell us. Enlighten us. Shatter the internet with it. Steve, you want to go ahead and uh, let the kids know what the what the what the next great esport is? Yeah. So they dumped approximately two hundred and eighty-four. Well, actually, nears makes no difference. Two hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars into uh, a farming simulator as an esport. Holy shit! I and will play that in a heartbeat. I, I I couldn't be happier to hear that because esports are always these like overly competitive let's let's do the meta and learn the meta and be super reactionary twitch games and then they're like well we used to do farming simulator as like you know the sideshow for the fun in some of these things and then they're like no let's actually make it the esport and i'm i'm so happy to hear something stupid like that because <laughs> i think that's where all the good creativity comes out um, I don't know all the different stuff they're doing, but one of them is like uh, they compete in teams to see who can stack hay bales because <laughs> it's actually difficult to work all the controls because it's a sim. So it's more it's not like press A to lift and lower. It's like a little bit it's, more involved. It's not like press A to show respect or <laughs> no, it was my understanding that they it actually was an eSport already. They just weren't dumping that much money into it. And it was just competitive one person competitive hay bale stacking. And now <laughs> you're on team three. And I really hope it gets the full treatment. I want to see like the the London Spitfire of farming simulator. Yeah, I and I, I want to see the betting odds because Max and I are you know two degenerate gamblers that like to bet on video games, and uh, if there's lines to be bet on, bets will be placed. I used to watch the Dota International. I watched it for like three or four years straight and got really into it. Um, and I haven't been able to get back into it since they like radically changed the game and all the players are still all over the place. But I would hardcore get into like the international farm sim esport, where they sit there and they do like player profiles, where it's like Demon McCree is the fastest loader in the Southeast Asian area, and they do like a backstory of how you know he'd be sitting in his parents' home stacking hay bales, and they're like, "We never thought he could make it." But he did. No, his parents were always <laughs> skeptical and told him to go to college instead of playing his farming simulator. Yeah. <laughs> but look, look who's on top of the world now. I I need like two, you know, Dota level one normal caster, one shout caster. Where he's like, load it, load the fucker. He did it. He did it. <laughs> so what game is this actually? Farming farm? Simulator 19. Okay, I'll have to look into that. I feel like they haven't gone far enough with this. They need to make it like a reality show where they actually take them <laughs> to a farm and make them work all day, then go to the game competition. Uh, we like need a, to trademark this idea right now. Like a biathlon, yeah, half right half now. real farming, yeah. half virtual yeah, yeah. farming. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. So, what do you want to just get really good at this, Max? Uh, farming simulator? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to get like really good at farming simulator? I mean, that sounds like a sixty dollar game, so probably not. Probably not. It sounds like an untapped market. I don't know. The, actually, uh, hold on. Let me look at Twitch right now. How many farm people are actually, watching there's a, farming there's, simulator right now? I bet there's a bump today because they just announced this esport thing. But uh, simulator twenty nineteen is thirty five dollars. But if you wait, like, uh, I don't know. Where are where are we? There's going to be like a spring break in two months. I'm sure you can get it for 15 bucks. There's only farming 590 people watching Farming Simulator right now. But that's that's like the, it's not like one of those people than we're watching you today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. you can just tap that entire. <laughs> bring in all of the Pokemon friends. Just put like a well, name, name the farm like Pokemon Acres, and you, you'll combine your two <laughs> with Chancy one. Farms. Ch shiny chancy farms yeah that that's there good. you go perfect is farming simulator like train simulator where the like the dlc is 1900 times the cost of the base game no because that's more like every for every train that's ever existed there's a separate 20 dollars dlc where farm simulator i don't think they get that you don't, you don't have to get like the john deere expansion the international harvester dlc deluxe no you could you, that could be his tag you want to be the best or not yeah, gotta catch all the. Gotta deer. pay for that Kentucky Bluegrass DLC. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, in other insane news, Steve actually wants to buy a new game. Mm -hmm. Market, market. 
What's the yeah. date? What's the time? There's there's a caveat to this because I of course there is. Yeah. yeah, I really want the game. I can't actually afford the game. He's buying I, it with Marlboro I, points. What is it? What is it? <laughs> what What do you think it is? I I want everybody to take a stab at this. You can't afford a game. Does this mean it's coming out on Switch because you don't have a Switch? Yeah, it's it's brand new, so it's top dollar. So it's a sixty dollar game on any console. Uh, no, PC. PC only? Um, no, I think it's multi-release. Uh, Resident Evil 2 what's remake? The, what's the release window? That's, that's your guess. I have uh, no what idea what games are actually coming out, so just skip over me. Okay. Jeff you, look like a, you look like a Senran Kagura guy. Oh, what? <laughs> Senran Kagura. It's you tap you... high school anime girls and they giggle and... What you look fuck? like that kind of guy. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I genuinely have no idea what you're talking about, so I'm just throwing it off the wall. Anthem. Uh, yeah, somebody went with Anthem. No, uh, actually, I'm super psyched for uh, Ace Combat 7. Oh, yeah. The reviews are coming in pretty okay for that game. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to sound like a total dick. It'll be in the mail tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... Uh, I don't actually think it was an Ace Combat game, but it was like a clone of it years ago, and I played the ever-living shit out of that, and I really enjoyed it, because it's really difficult to find the, the best combination of having controls where you can get technically in-depth with what you're doing without the controls being so complex that you're just flying right into a mountainside over and over again. So it needs to be arcadey, but not too arcadey. And uh, Ace Combat is usually really good about that, but they've been on a kick of these like sort of offshoot games that haven't been doing well. And all of a sudden, I saw Ace Combat Seven pop up, and it was getting really good reviews. And I was looking into it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is right up my alley." Because there's a ton of different jets. Uh, you can customize all the parts on the jet, as in like you know, you can buy different thrusters or different wing parts to make them react differently in the air so it's more rpg ish you're actually equipping each jet with shit that's something i'm really good for uh the story looks really dumb but that's not what i'm playing it for so <laughs> historically they, they do always seem to have like a weird devil may cry over the top story yeah like it's it's just here is a really weird excuse to just fly shit at each other mm -hmm. <laughs> so, i watched but... uh joel from last gamer like losing his mind over playing it in vr and that was enough for me to go yeah i should probably give this a shot i think i would barf i'm barfing in my mind right now just thinking about playing that game in vr oh yeah that's yeah, not gonna be fun <laughs> yeah, i tried I... playing one of the racing games in vr and i was sick until yesterday so dan i will give you a review of that game 2022 in, uh, <laughs> in yeah. november maybe when it comes I'll, out so i'll reach out for, for, I'll reach out for a review code i get a lot of uh we we can't offer anything at this times but you know it's always worth asking yeah, I I'm definitely at right. six that. people who lost out on hearing about it. Yeah. <laughs> hey hey, there's nine people here. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> as you oh, can I tell, this, this game yeah. this game this this week's show is a little late, so we're gonna play a game. Uh, IGN released a list of 39 movies that are based on video games that are currently in production or have been announced. And I took that list and added a few extras in there. And I'm going to list uh, uh, some video game movies and some facts about them. And you guys are going to try to guess which ones are real and which ones are just out of my mind. Uh, we'll start off with the, let's go with Carmen Sandiego. Jane, the Virgin star Gina Rodriguez is set to play Carmen Sandiego in a live action and animated series produced by Netflix. God damn it, that sounds real. <laughs> well, he said real, so I guess I have to say fake. Although I did watch Carbon San Diego a lot when I was a kid. They've they've basically rebooted every moment of my childhood, so it makes perfect sense that it's real. All right, what do you think, Steve? Carbon San Diego movie, real or not? Uh, fake. There's a Netflix show coming out, and I don't think they're gonna split. 
it's it's there it's 100 real it's uh produced by netflix netflix is making the live action movie as well they're gonna get rockapella in there they better i mean it's not wouldn't even be, would not be carmen san diego without rockapella all right this was a little twofer centipede and missile command movie past films partner with atari to produce these films That's all you got? That's the description? I couldn't tell because you, like, froze on my screen, <laughs> so. <laughs> Is that it? It's, uh, that's all I Sasha got. Sasha Baron Cohen plays a centipede. I'm going to say real because there's no more information. <laughs> that's actually probably not a bad way to guess these two because I, the ones that are real are taken right out of IGN taglines, and the ones that are fake are things that I added to. So. I already broke this. <laughs> so, Cent centipede and Missile Command are both 100% real. Nice. <laughs> a lot of plot to work with on that. Yeah. A rich lore to build. You know, a centipede from. walks around and shoots the missiles, and Wait, the world didn't blows up. Centipede, didn't they already do that with that god awful Adam Sandler movie where all the yeah, they kind of they people. kind of did, but uh... but imagine that for a two hour runtime. I actually like that movie, the one with the video games. I didn't think like, it was that bad. I actually never seen it. I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> like, I gotta see it now. It wasn't that bad. Uh, nope. Are you okay, Steve? I'm great. Sounds like it. Uh, I do not drink uh, straight vodka, but it's the only liquid I have left down here, and that was a bad decision. <laughs> Sarah just started laughing like 30 seconds later. She's watching. <laughs> Uh, next, next up, Pong. The announcement that Atari Classic turned up in 2007 with director Guy Ritchie attached to the project. It was rumored to tell the story of Sasha Volkov and Rudolf Nassis, world champion and rival players from the 70s. I don't think you're capable of making up that backstory, so I'm going to say real. No, but that Guy Ritchie has fallen from Snatch to making Pong <laughs> seems appropriate. Uh, I'm going to say fake, <laughs> and that somebody should go check on him. And CB uh, say fake too. I don't. What movie? Pong. <laughs> fake. That, that one's fake. I made that one up. Damn it. Uh, I used I used a used a random name generator and put Russia and like Norway in to, to create those two names. No, they already made that movie and it was called the like five minute portion of um oh shit. What's the Tom Hanks character where he played Pong? Fuck. Forrest Gump? Yeah, yeah. Where he just played Pong and like won the Olympics and everything. That's Pong I, the movie in five minutes. I can tell you name me ten things from Forrest Gump. And I guarantee you, nobody else would mention the pong scene. No, that was the greatest. I'm on you, man. I got it. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty well depth in my Forrest Gump trivia. All right, Duke Nukem. Gearbox Software has reportedly teamed up with Assassin's Creed producer Jean Julian Bonet to adapt a Duke Nuke to adapt Duke Nukem into a movie. John Cena is rumored to star. That's for real. John Cena is Duke Nukem. I don't know. He, isn't The Rock, you know, more popular right now? Yeah, but John Cena <laughs> looks like a middle-aged dad out of the 90s. And I'm going to go fake. I'm going like. to go fake. I think we're yeah, getting two fake fake, Steve. I want to say real because I want to see it. I actually like John Cena as a person and as an actor. That one's real. Damn it. Fuck terrible at this game. <laughs> uh, I don't... Yeah, I don't even know what's happening. Who's anymore. got the point tallies? I think I'm in last place. No, no, nobody's. We're not keeping track of any of this. Right. Fruit Ninja. And stop there. Fruit Ninja. In 2016, it was reported that a live-action family yeah, comedy yeah, based yeah. on Fruit Ninja is in the works. Uh, that's too You've fucking You've heard nothing since. Fake. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say it stars Jack Black and a talking penguin, and that it's real. I have no opinion. Fruit Ninja is real. That would be a Chris Farley movie if he was still alive. Ah, Chris Farley, you dead bastard. 
It most certainly Four. is. All right, we'll do two more. <laughs> that was more of a depression, you dead bastard. <laughs> Why'd you have to be so dead? Yep. Fortnite, based yeah. on Save the World, and they have the voice actors of Ramirez, Kyle, and Kay already on board. Is Are Ninja in the movie? With, uh... Hmm? Is Ninja in the movie? Uh, it was not reported. Are they going to come out with a free-to-play movie first, and then the actual movie comes out three years later? Other way around. They're going to put a whole bunch of money into a really expensive movie and then put it out for free a few years later. Yeah, they'll call it PUBG, and then the second movie will be Fortnite. Yeah, they'll just put it up on YouTube and be like, here you go. What do you guys think? Real. It's got to be real. It's not real yet. It's going to be. Yeah, yeah, it's real. I made that one up. That one's fake. <laughs> Joke's on you. It probably <laughs> is real. <laughs> yeah. It's getting greenlit right uh, now. I yeah. think I got so many good ones. So many good ones. Give us one more. One more. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to do one more. We're going to do one more. Um... Let's go with Metro 2033. The movie adaptation of Metro 2033 is on hold after screenwriter F. Scott Frazier butted heads with Metro creator uh, Dmitry Glumovsky over the film's setting. Russia? (laughs) Is Is that a real movie that's on hold, or did I just make that up? I'm gonna go fake. I feel like you have a big list of fake movies. I feel like you took the headlines from the Witcher movie and replaced them with the Metro movie. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I have one more I want to close out with. I'll say real. That one's real. Redeemed. Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh, real. 100% real. (laughs) I don't even need to hear what it's about. Gerald Court of the Karate Kid remake would be heading up the film that being made by Sony Pictures Animation. Animated movie, Roller Coaster Tycoon. I'll give you a reel. You could do it just like, you know, the Thomas cartoon. You could have little talking, you know, roller coaster cars talking to each other, figuring out how to push each other up the hills and whatnot. I don't know. What? Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. You obviously have not watched enough uh, Thomas the Train or whatever it's called. Yeah, no, yeah. I'll be like no. guy and I. Roller coaster cars and they'll work together for a common goal. There you go. Opening the theme park, I guess. Uh, it does sound like you've watched it. But it sounds uh, like hell. I got, a, I got a nephew. You better get used you to have it. A, you have better a daughter. Get used to it, I don't Steve. know. You could probably steer her down the direction away from Thomas the Tank Engine. No, we're, we're firmly a troll's household, and thank God for that. That That's actually probably one of the best like little kids shows because it's one of those ones where they ingrained a lot of adult stuff into it. And uh, there's some dark moments in there that would go completely over kids' heads. And you're sitting there like, do they really just talk about cannibalism in this little children's show? Roller Coaster Tycoon's real. Nice. Oh, they're making a Tetris movie, so... They are. They are. uh, Actually, a Tetris trilogy. You gotta get the origin story out of the way first. (laughs) How did he become a straight block? Some other real... Movies that are in the works include Firewatch, Half Life, Just Dance. I probably could have thrown you on that one. Wait, wait, Half Life, the trilogy, and the third one will never come out. <laughs> yeah, that would... yeah. I don't know how they're gonna make it. Just Dance, but they that one just got announced not that long ago. It'll be like, uh, like uh, Bring It On or any of those dance competitions. I think that's what it actually is. I think it involves some kind of Bring It On type situation. You can shoehorn any bullshit story into any of these. I mean, I was super skeptical when they came out with the Emoji movie before they showed anything about it. It was like, how do you make a movie out of emojis? And they did. It was like, oh, you make it really bad. That's how you do it. <laughs> I think they're making an Emoji movie, too, so look forward to that. We also got Wait. Super Mario, Uncharted. Some other ones that I had made up were Paperboy and Joust. But uh, that's that. We still have 15 minutes left, so we need some filler. We need some fluff stories. So are we got are we okay with the ones on the page? Uh, Does anybody have... There's only Surprise one more me. left, isn't there? <laughs> well, I'm on the count of the only dot left I have on the page. Yeah, yeah. So, Jeff, you were saying something that you heard a, another podcast or a YouTuber say something about Mario Kart Maker. 
and you yeah, want that game was, really bad. He was talking about how he wants Super Mario Maker ported to the Switch, and he stumbled and said, Mario Kart Maker. It's been in my head ever since I heard it. It's a perfect game. I think it you would have all, all Super the Nintendo one, or... You could probably do Super Nintendo graphics or Switch graphics like they do in Mario Maker. Uh, you got an entire history of voice callouts. Uh, all the assets are already built. You just throw it on top of like a um, was that go kart game Sony tried to make? What's the Sony tried to make? Yeah, I don't know. It's like Little Big Planet, but not Little Big Planet. Mod Nation Racers. Oh, there you go. Bunch of user created tracks. Uh, I think that would be a good game. That sounds perfect. It sounds really cool. What I'm, I'm, what I'm picturing in this is you have the Super Mario style level editor. So that's where you put the tracks together in, and then you can jump between all the different, uh, you know, graphic styles. Like come behind it, Nintendo sixty four style, or stay isometric in Mode Seven, Super Nintendo style. I love it. I want it now. Yep. Uh, ever since I heard it, it's all I can think about now. <laughs> well, the question you proposed, and I guarantee you, none of you guys because you didn't look at the sheet until right now, you're supposed to come up with another game that you wanted to see like in a different genre. So, you know, I put 100 person Mario Kart battle Royale. I'll give you two. Okay. He did his homework. You I see? Want... Yeah, I know. Jeff is much better I'm, at this I'm, than we are. I'm making one up on the spot. So get ready for that. But I would like a fire emblem game in the legend of Zelda universe. So you want Fire Emblem characters, but Zelda story, or no, the other way around? Other way around. Zelda characters in a Fire Emblem game. I, which is I mean, basically kind of the same thing now, but I just want more strategy tactics games, so I want it. You, you, you de definitely seem to, uh, to, to like those games, and you're going to need to explain to me why people do, because I can't get into them. You like board games? I do like board games. All right, now eliminate all the social aspects of it of people and you can play it anytime you want that is the appeal of a strategy tactics game this guy gets it <laughs> this guy well well i'll let you i'll let you save your second one i like i, I want to really want to explain what i mean by resident evil tetris Right. Uh, you have my $60. Keep go, please. So, please like, go. it's Tetris, but also zombies. And it doesn't necessarily need to be Resident Evil, but Resident Evil is fresh in my mind, so that's why I picked Resident Evil. But you use a gun to, like, blow body parts off of zombies, and then you try to fill up a space as neatly as possible with all the different body parts. And you win by getting the most massive zombie down in the well. So what the if, parts fall like this. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you'll just you, you have a gun, you have your gun, and you know, just blow like a, a zombies in front of you. So you're like the, it's like a first person game from the top, and you're blowing like an arm off a zombie, you're blowing a leg off, and it falls into a pit, and then it comes down a chute, and you try to stack them up as high as you can by getting the most pieces in there. As, as long as I'm giving away a million dollar ideas, let me let me pitch your idea back to you. Okay, please do. Improve <laughs> upon physics it. Sim physics simulator game. Okay. Screen cuts from black. You see a body in front of you. There's a hacksaw like Surgeon Simulator. Okay. In front of you is a locker. You have to hack these body parts off and then contort them into this locker and fill up as much of the locker as you can before time runs out. So it's like a like a sociopath version of uh, what's that game where you try to put the pegs into the thing while time runs out? Uh, perfection. Mm -hmm. Or Operation Surgeon Simulator. <laughs> any any number of psychopath games that. Uh... I want to go back to drinking vodka. <laughs> that was the problem with the highlight of the episode so far. <laughs> Warm vodka. There's a nice cube in here. I'm trying to think of what other game in a different genre genre oh. I would like. You're our resident Shiny Pokemon Digimon. expert. So I have to pick uh, Pokemon for a different genre? Or or bring a different genre into the Pokemon style of capturing things. and. What about a gritty Max Payne style Pokemon with bullet physics? <laughs> I, I want to see... Go around shooting Pokemon, though. Replace the bullets with a Pokeball? <laughs> How about a, a Pokemon that's 
for I hate to say this because adults still really do like it, but I want to see a more adult Pokemon because I do enjoy the idea of the game and playing it, although the difficulty of the game is very, very low. Um, I mean, Sarah was playing uh, the one on the DS thing, like the Sun and Moon or something like that, and you can easily just level up a basic Pokemon and just lay waste to everything with it. I want to see one that has a, a higher difficulty and more um, adult-oriented, like, uh, just Pokemon in general. Less cute ones, because I was always drawn to the ones that were more badass, and I want to see that. You, always, you kind of always felt like a Mr. Mime kind of guy. No. No, I liked... Just I like the ones. No. <laughs> I like the ones like Scyther or um, the Nido Kings or anything that looked like it could fuck you up was something I liked. And I always just had a team of the cool looking ones. But I want a whole game that's like that instead. Well, I've got it. I think I've got a pitch for you. So it's set in the Grand Theft Auto universe. But Which it's Pokemon. Auto? Uh, five because it looks the nicest. Okay. So you you play a pimp, and the idea is to travel around and collect different ladies of the night to work for you to put together Pokemon? a team a team of uh, of five of your best uh, workers you get six. to battle it to six. battle a six six. 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 You you, so. you tightly walk that PC line, and it was magnificent. And you need more credit <laughs> for that. <laughs> that's uh that's mine and uh that's... i think you just named it what did you what did you just call it pimpy man pimpy mon pimpy mon yeah. <laughs> gotta smack them all <laughs> i'll see myself out <laughs> excuse me while i get this one <laughs> three frames a second <laughs> all right that's a good place for this to end. Max, leave it up for the uh, show. Hey, everybody, thanks for watching. If you managed to stick the way the way through this and you want to hear more things like this, you can catch us live every Wednesday here at twitch.tv slash game night. Now you can catch our back archive over on YouTube and we're on all the podcast stuff. Guys, we made it. We made it so big. Our first advertising campaign came back and we made six entire cents. Well done. Well done, everyone. Getting so close to We're getting so that. close to being able to pay you. <laughs> what can we like, oh, buy shit. for six cents? Anyways, I'm Dan for Mex. Yep. Steve and Jeff. We'll see you next week. Bye.